Yo familia, estamos en London, reggaeton para cultura, guerrero, Mike Calle, this had to be done. What's going on, my bro? Yes, 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 my bro. Thank you for the invitation, my brother. I've been chasing you for like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I know, bro. I know. I'm, I'm very, um, I'm very, uh, I'm nervous. <laughs> nervous? Why are you nervous? What's going on, my G? <laughs> um, I just, I'm very, I'm very conscious sometimes of, of doing these things and like, yeah, I'm just very, I, I, at first when you sent me the invitation and the idea, I wasn't sure, I was like, hmm, do I want to do it, do I, I want to do it, but I want to make sure um, there's good reason as well, you know, like, like for me, for me, I know you've got great reason to do it, but yeah, for me, yeah. like, you know, sometimes, sometimes, um, in the past, I've done the mistake of done interviews and not have anything to follow up musically. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's why I was a little bit, oh, okay, do I want to do it? I said, you know what? I'm going to do it, man. I saw Andy Majors. I've seen... Today, I was watching Lucy and yeah. uh, uh, Lucy Cartines. Um, I'm a big I'm a big fan of her music, but I've been following her for a long time. So just to get a feel of what it was. But at the same time, you're... You're somebody that I know. I know for so many years. It's, it's, uh, it's natural. It's exactly, my bro. Like, and, and as I've been saying to everyone, this is not like one of those type of interviews where people's gonna make you feel uncomfortable or like. Even though I do make some uncomfortable questions sometimes, but it's obviously part yeah. of of why we need to do them to grow. But yeah. having said that, my bro, I'm happy that you're here, and and I'm happy that obviously you you taking the time and you've decided to do it because you are you are like a piss to, a piss to the possible when it comes to like the the history of like reggaeton and not just reggaeton but all the urban latino movement here like on musica rap hip-hop because you've been like representing from back in the day and you, you you just like me you put so much like passion into this music stuff you help people out it's not just all about you you do you make it for the street souls for the for the streets for the urban as we say for the culture so this is why you definitely need to be here like people that are coming to this podcast are not here because maybe they're doing something big or anything like that but because they got a bit of history a bit of hustle a bit of grind and that's why you had to be here my bro so tell us about i don't know how we started with this bro because I, I was on my previous episode i don't know on the first episode i did mention your name and how you got me into this music stuff this music game and all this craziness that we do <laughs> So tell us a bit about that when 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 I first met you like back in the day in a house where I I didn't do music but you guys were recording from like you know from those times. Yeah, well I remember I remember one vivid memory that I always will remember is um, you came to my cousin's house one evening and I think you came with one of your friends at the time. Yeah. Um, um, and it was me and my cousin. And you and um, Supersona, and we were in my cousin's room, and we were just going over instrumentals. And in these times, reggaeton was popping. Cool to get reggaeton instrumentals, yeah. Um, so we just used to. I used to go to my brother's collection of of CDs of albums, and sometimes when you buy singles in those times, when you used to buy um, CDs or vinyls, venía la canción. And then it will have the instrumentals. Yeah. So we used to play the instrumentals and just rap. And I remember, I remember Guerrero. If I'm not mistaken, I remember Guerrero writing his first, his first rap. 
Yeah, not reggaeton. His first rap in yeah. the in the in the bedroom, bro. And that yeah. was yeah. we was like maybe 16, 17, I think, maybe fifteen. Um, yeah, man, we were young, bro. We were young. Like you was just getting into it. I remember going to to um, to Mini Chanay. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Yeah, fuera de mini chanay, se hacían las batallas. We used I to do remember, the battle. Yeah. And you know what I forgot about though? That's important that you mentioned that. I forgot about that we we like no I, I, I never used to battle, but you used to do it with small yeah. more. Yeah, 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 yeah. On the spot battling, there was no preparation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyone, not like today that people have weeks or months. No, no, no. We're talking like the real freestyle. And for me, it's not because you're here. But you were like you being the best at that, like straight from the mind like i know you didn't have anything written down anything like you used to just bro there was yeah. no competition like back in the day there was and i still feel that there's no one that can battle you like that that yeah on the that spot, down, bro, like, i feel like that i feel it's it, 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 that's how i started i told people the way i started with music was improvisando just freestyling about everything i see and um eventually that developed into battle because I'm, I was going to different parties and discotecas and trying to get into the discotecas because and um, and battling outside and just just on the spot, oh Mike, this guy wants to battle you. Okay, let's go. Like, it was just know, literally like, I remember it was just literally like that and then, then like, a lot of people used to circle us and just go like, remember, that's how the I thing started. Like, thing, like, I remember one time we had, a, we had a big circle, it was a big crowd of people all outside, opposite opposite the road from Bodeguita. Across mm-hmm. the road from Bodeguita and the era Ministry of Salsa, those are outside Morley's. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, I used to wear a durag. I used to wear a do-rag with my hat and Everybody. I remember I was battling and somebody took my hat. I carried on racking and then somebody took my do-rag and then my hair was just bare long and messy but I carried on. I carried, <laughs> and everyone was laughing at me but what I did was I just incorporated the fact that they're laughing at my hair and I mixed it with my lyrics para tirarle a la, a la otra persona con la que yo estaba. Yeah, bro. Like, that, that's something... Really good. I'll be very blessed. Of course, bro. Like that's that's obviously like that's that's obviously when I came into the picture. I don't remember anything like previously, like previous to that, because obviously I wasn't about. But how was that previous to that? Because I remember from that from those times. When did you come into the music and like how did you start with? Because I know obviously you started way before me, and it was like you was like putting people together to record like this and that, write yeah. lyrics and get like all of those musical groups together. That who was the first person that got you into the music and how did you get into the music? Because I don't really know much about the story like previous to that. Yeah, well, to, to, to be quite frank with you, I got into music it's always been in my family. So, like, even from when I was a little little kid, my parents used to own um, Una Taverna in Baker Street. Mm-hmm. And um, the, we're talking in the mid 90s. Yeah, yeah. Mid-90s, like, from, I would say from like 95, 96 onwards maybe even 94 but i was very young i was really young and yeah. um i got to they brought over artists like gali galliano and paco Ooh. de america they came to sing here in the half temporada and um, they used to sing at my parents taverna they used to do these concerts um, um i was i was always around that type of music and that environment my sister 
my older sister, she's a singer. She's a, she's um Eja, she used to do a lot of covers of um Tintinella, um canciones uh, como Helenita Vargas and stuff like that, like old school folk music, you know what I mean? So old school folk sing, Colombian music, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so she used to sing a lot of those music and she was actually she actually formed a band called Echo, which was half of the band was Colombian and the other half was Ecuador, hence for the Echo. E.T. for Ecuador, E.T. Oh, yeah. for Colombia. So um, they formed that and they used to open up for artists como Paco de America, um, Galigaliano, um, who else came. Um, even when we had famous footballers come to England, like Faustino Aspria, when we played at Newcastle, whenever he had games in London or in the area close to London, after his matches on Saturday, he will call up my parents and book the the okay. like, and come down and just drink That's up. That's interesting bro. to know because we're talking about like years ago. Oh, bro, yeah. Before I even started with music, this was just my influence. This is what I was just yeah. seeing as a kid. I'm talking like a six, seven, eight-year-old. I'm seeing El Dino, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, like, um, and Iesos obviously, I didn't know who the singers were, but the fact that people, you know, so many people coming to watch them sing, I'm like, wow, these guys, and, they, and the way they sing and how they, how I was watching how they control a crowd, it's so fascinating. So, that's, that's how I got my first introduction into music. Um, my older brother, yeah. he collects, he was a, he's a vinyl collector and a serial album collector of hip-hop. Um, we're talking before Cypress Hill, um, Send Dog, El Morenito from Cypress Hill, he has an older brother who was a rapper before Cypress Hill was big. I can't remember his name, but my brother had his vinyl. So, like, I used to listen to my brother. I used to share a room with my brother. So, my brother would be playing all of these vinyls, the beat nuts. He'd be playing Tony Touch. He'd be playing Wu-Tang, Gangster, all of this stuff. And um, that's when that's when I was like, wow, hip-hop. Like, this is crazy. Like, my mind is... It was, so, it was, more like, it was more like a family influence kind of thing. Like yeah, bro, definitely. Definitely. But, uh, music, all, all my music influences came from home. They all came from the house, the La Casa. Before I even went outside, before I even rapped, before I even called myself Kaji, like my influences started at home. And then I remember hearing in an album the beat nuts called Musical Massacre. La última canción en el, en el album, uh, it was a song called Se Acabó, which was a remix featuring Magic Juan from Proyecto Uno. So yeah. was that the first like that was that the first kind of like link to Latin music like in terms yeah. of urban Latin music to you? Yeah, 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 that was my first introduction to to rap in Spanish. Until then, so I had never heard rap in Spanish. So it's so more I like a merengue, merengue rap, merengue hip hop kind well, of thing. Well, yeah, I, had, I heard merengue hip hop with Sandy Papo, uh, but it was more pop in my in my opinion. It was more you know bailando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But as as to but to hear. Un artista como from Proyecto Uno, como Magic Juan, and in the beat, I was like, whoa, this is crazy, like, in Espanol, like, in Spanish, and they're rapping hard, and then I found out one of the beat nuts is Colombian. I was just like, yeah, now nah, I really want to do this, I really want to do this. Because so, I know you've been here for, like, from, like, young, isn't it? Like, you've been here from young, young. It. You was, was born, born here. It. So imagine that. So how? Why did you? And because I know you do obviously hip hop and stuff in English as well, but you obviously taking a different route and you just approach that 
rap music and then you went in straight with the Spanish and you was really good at it, even though obviously you like your family's Colombian and that, but you was you was born here. But obviously you've taken that choice of doing it in Spanish. How come you got like so inspired to do it in Spanish and not in just in English? Because oh, well, people wouldn't touch that. Even though they're Latin, they wouldn't yeah. touch the Spanish, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 I know. And I knew and I knew it would be more difficult to get respect and to, to get street respect from other rappers. Because they don't understand what I'm saying. I'm speaking a whole different language. You know what I mean? So it uh, it, it was difficult. It was very, very hard. Um, and it still is hard. It still is hard to this day to get people to respect your craft in a language that they don't understand. Obviously, now it's a bit more easier because of the commercial success of Latin music. Yeah. Or in, at that time, I, I don't know, brother. I'm very proud. I'm very proud of my roots. I'm a very proud... Um, uh, Latin American. I'm very proud of of being Latin, brother, and, and being able to represent and and the fact that I don't know, brother. I just love my culture so much that I feel the best way for me to represent. Listen, I've only been to Colombia once in my life, you know, okay. and 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 the fact that where are you I from, can, in Colombia, bro? I'm from um, I'm from uh, my parents are from a little pueblo called Del Alcaza. Sometimes just to go and chill and sit in sessions and get to watch and listen. 
So um, while he was there, we, he was just he was doing music. He was grabando, he was recording. I was sitting down, I was drinking, smoking a little bit, we're just chilling out. Yeah. And I'm just listening. I'm just I'm, I've always been a listener and an, I'm an observer. I like to observe and watch. And when you when you're in the presence of somebody like Wiley, bro, who who's who's a legend in the UK game, yeah. you know, and uh, he and para verlo como graba watch him how he records and how he does his um his pattern of of recording and and lyrical content and las palabras que él usa that just all match with the flow it's just so it's mass. a lot of people with math and science you know like so um i yo, like to watch yo, yo, yo. Him. Yeah. is that i i try to take points from that and i incorporate that into my spanish and mm-hmm. try to do it with my spanish style you know, um, so yeah, just being in being in the studio, and then he was just like, yo, Mike, like he was drinking, he was drinking some vodka and he was, we were all a bit drunk and he was like, yo, I've got this beat. So I was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, come, come, come. So I got up and I'm looking at the screen, now I'm looking at it now, he like, got more to play the beat, la pista se llama Bob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, look at me, yo, and um, to me, lo primero que yo escuché fue Bosty, Bosty, Godfather, man, and I, I was just thinking, raw man, this is, and he goes, yeah, es el mismo productor que hizo Bosty, is the one that's done this beat, I want you to do something Latin, so I was okay. like, what do you want, but when you say you want Latin, something Spanish, or do you want it all Spanish, it's Spanglish, un poquito de inglés, it's like, no, 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 I just want it all Spanish, I want you to come, come that, 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 that J Balvin is what he said to me, to be honest with you. He's like, I want that J Balvin. So, um, and it's crazy because his label, his label initially, they wanted to get J Balvin on the song. Okay. Yeah? They initially wanted to get Balvin in La Cancion. And um, eh, el, he said, nah. He said, no, nah, porque he's got, he's got a Latino hit. And I've been around Wiley for maybe around eight years now. Don't come on, Chuan. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard you've been in the studio. Yeah, yeah, we've like. Yeah. 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 So, and and we've never worked, but I've been in the same studio with him. And we, it's como partero parte. Like, that's the thing with me, para trabajar con un artista, I like to build a relationship first. Yeah, Unless yeah, it's so and his mommy, that's otra cosa. Pero if I want to work with you, I want to build a good relationship with you first before we do anything. You know? So yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, and he was just like, he was just like, I want, I want a Balvin. So, no pressure then, Mike. Let me think. What would Balvin do? So I'm listening. And I'm like, oh, Balvin do? And I was just like, I care. I'll come back in two days. Me fui. No escuché la pista por dos días. En el tercer día la puse y ya no me, ya no escuchaba Bosi. Now I'm just hearing the beat. I'm hearing the beat for what it is. And um, uh, basically, I tell people I channeled, I channeled my inner Ozuna. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know, because I, I know, like when I heard that beat, because I know that Fuego's been playing it. Um, we're gonna talk about that in a minute. But I've heard, I've heard the the song already, and I'm thinking like this is a different mic. He's definitely had to work very hard on this one because that's not that's not the usual type of style that you would do anyway. It was like something different, which is challenging for someone like you to jump on something like that you know what i'm saying it's for me like to, to jump for me to jump on some of your rhythms 
it's going to be challenging. Like the one I jumped in the studio when we record. But for you to do this type of commercial stuff, it's kind of like challenging for you. But you killed, killed, yeah, yeah, yeah. killed the beat. Yeah, so so, so when, I, when I started writing it, uh, initially when I went to the studio to record it, I was going to do that hook low. I was going to go... But then when I recorded it and I heard it back, I was like, no, this sounds rubbish. He Wiley, Wiley's outside and he's looking at me like this. And I'm like, next. Let me <laughs> pressure, go pressure. <laughs> pressure, bro. Pressure. In 15 minutes, it took me three takes. The first take was low, not good. The second take, I went really high. And I went too high. And then tercero, ya encontré el tono, el flow, y, y um, the projection. Ya sabía en dónde pararme, how far away to be from the microphone to get the exact sound that I wanted. Y lo único que yo hice fue que yo le puse un efecto a mi voz, pero no en la computadora. I put the effect on myself. So what I did is um, um, I started speaking like this. I put on like... You know, and then I just put that la, like all of these different sounds that I can do with my voice. And I was like, raw, this sounds really good. And then we just went with that, probably. And 15 minutes, teníamos todo eso hecho. Yo salí de ese roof como con, like, when I saw Wiley and everyone just got, and then I was like, yeah, we've got it, we've sí, got it. Sí. And I knew, like, even Morpheus, Morpheus volvió y me miró, and he was like, wow, man, that's a new character. This is oh, it, character. Bro, it is a new character, because I never heard you put, like, make that voice. Never. Do you know life. what's crazy? What's so crazy about that character is that I've always, I've always done that character, pero en recocha. Así como en parchecitos con amigos. Like, you know, we're drinking and we're just messing around. Yo me pongo a cantar. I've always liked to sing. Like yeah, I yeah, said, yeah. my singer, I'm around music. So I've always liked to sing. Yo siempre me encanta la música de Vicente Fernández. I like Darío Gómez. I like um, El Charito Negro. Um, I like um, El Caballero Gaucho. Like, I like all... Colombiana. Yeah, bro. I really... Like... Encana, me encanta también porque obviamente Vicente de México. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it me encanta tanto esa música que that, um, that I, 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 I've always known I can sing and I can hold. No soy un cantante pues del, that will blow you, but yeah, I know yeah. I can hold. You know, so this was just my opportunity and I took it with both hands and the rest well, of the that, that, was, that, was, that was more or less like the, the like how it happened and that was more or less the production process of it. And then, and then when, well, obviously you guys love the song. I, I know the song is great. The song is well, it's good, bro. It's, it's a good song. Y para mencionar también, la canción también tiene una pelada que se llama Sarita Lorena. Okay. Eh, ella está firmada en, en Holanda. She's, yeah. she's from Holland. Es brasilera. Um, but, but wait, like, is this song, that, that song's called a singer? Because from, like, the part, I don't know. Because I'm going to ask yeah, you, the part my you next heard, question. My next question is... Yeah, yeah. Sorry, la parte que usted ha escuchado es not the finished version. Usted okay. lo único que ha escuchado y lo único que tienen los DJs en este momento es la parte mía, que es el coro, y Wiley. Okay. Ahí, después entra el coro otra vez, and then there's a second verse. And in the second verse, es una mujer que se llama Sarita Lorena. Una cantante fenomenal, bro. Like, she's done, she's done things so 
Red Bull. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think she's with Universal. Um, Universal or Sony, uno de los yeah. dos. She's yeah, with yeah, them. Allá en Holanda, she's very talented, bro. Tiene una canción nueva que se llama Cash, Plata, um, Dinero. Um, so... Um, she's really, really dope, man. I've spoken to her a few times on the Instagram, and she's just phenomenal. Actually, I can't so, be more happy. So, so that song's got three artists: you, Wiley, and and Sarita. And is that when is that song gonna be released? Is it gonna be released? What's the what's the plan with that song? Because obviously, I was a bit unsure. Because the way we like com commercially release music is different, isn't it? Like, we make the song, yeah. we keep it, we make the plan, and then we release. But obviously, you you break like you break you broke the rules. As you love doing all the time, and it's good. You broke the rules with this one, gave it to the DJs without being released, because I'm 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 sure it's not released yet. Well, like, the, reason, commercially. the reason the reason we sent it to the DJ, Wiley, and I was like, look, let me send it if it's okay, let me just play your part and my hook and let's test it in La Fiesta de Reggaeton. I yeah. want to test the song to see what the feel will be. Let's see what the feedback is. So we did it in Glasgow, we did it in Newcastle, we did it in London. And a few of the other DJs have done it in Oxford and Manchester. And the response has been really good because I've been getting videos from DJs when they're recording the song of people coming up to them in the DJ box with Shazam and they're trying to Shazam the song. But the song doesn't come up because That's it's not out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> I know I know what you're trying to do and it's super sick because that's how you used to do it back in the game but now it's like you also like you, I know what you're trying to do with the song but you're also missing out a lot of what's going on right now with the song because you could have been making some numbers but I know you know so much about the numbers you're more about the connection and that the, the music you yeah, know what I'm saying what I think what I, I can't speak for Wiley but what I believe he's, he's trying to do he's trying to look for one more big artist to jump on, as he's similar to Boasty, where Boasty was already recorded, the Alanio, they did the remix with Idris, Seth London, Sean Paul, and we all know where that went, that went yeah. far, so, um, um, so I, I think, I think what they, what they were looking for at the moment is maybe they're looking for somebody with big numbers to come in the Latin world, pero lo que él no quiere es que él no quiere que to replace me with someone else with big numbers, you know? He wants to keep me on it, so I'm very thankful for that. And to be honest, bro, like, when you listen to the song, bro, El Coro, El Coro está... No, 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 the song, the song. It's not because you're here, bro, but like, I told Fuego and I told the DJs that have it that are playing it right now, that song is killer. I know you told me, like, that you're always being close to Wiley, and I thought it was, it was due to happen, but I didn't, I like, I never imagined, and I personally, I personally think it wasn't going to be as good as, as the song is not because of you not because of you being like a rubbish artist or him being a rubbish artist it's because i know that that's not your type of style so i imagine a different type of style of you and wiley song when you come yeah. up with that it's like you fucked up the whole thing you know what i'm saying it's like you made a complete new thing but you know what you, bro that could be a hit easily trust me and you know me well i always like to do the opposite i've always liked to do the opposite to what i do you know, yeah. I like to surprise people and I like to surprise myself, man. I like to push myself. I mean, maybe when I had you come down to the studio and everyone else, my main objective is to put you out of your comfort zone. I don't want you to be comfortable. 
I want you to be the most uncomfortable person ever. And I was. You <laughs> gave me like a super different beat. Like you, you was you was doing the melodies that I was letting you direct me on, the, and I was like, oh, it's like you know what I'm saying. It's like learning to walk again. You know, it's like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and it's it's, it's a blessing because like like you said earlier, I like to bring people together. I like to I like to help. I like to give ideas. Yo, cuando escucho artistas nuevos. I always think, okay, that song's good, but how can we make that artist sound better? How can we make that artist push himself away from his comfort zone to produce it? Because I'm only speaking from experience. When I've gone out of my comfort zone, I come back with better material, you know? So I know it's a win-win formula. You just need to understand how to channel and how to sit in an... an, an in an uncomfortable area. I explain it like this. I, I take cold showers in the morning for three minutes. Cold shower, blazing cold, bro. But in yeah? winter as well? In winter as well, bro. And the reason I do it, yeah, bro, is because I'm mentally, like, preparing myself for the day. If I can get through these three minutes of cold water, I can get through anything through the day now. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm prepared. I've done it. And premed challenge, you know what I'm saying? Which is in the morning. And now I'm ready. Now I'm ready. And that's how I type of, I try to bring it with my music, bro. With my music, I like to test myself. I like to work with artists who I think are better than me or maybe on the same playing field. And and how can I get to that level? How can I reach those? And Wiley was a big test because, you know, I grew up listening to him. Before yeah, that's I what I was going to say. For you, that, that must have been... Yeah, so... It's como usted, usted cuando trabajó, o no sé si usted trabajó en canción, pero you was in the presence of Yankee, you know, yeah. you, was, you was amongst him, you was around him, where he was, you know what I'm saying, where he yeah, was yeah, really yeah. starting to take over. And oh, it's like, it's, it's big moments, like, it's big moments, because you as a kid, bro, like, you're listening to him on the radio, you're hearing him all the time, and you're just thinking to be like him one day, and then... Next day, you're sitting down with them, making music or, like, touring with them. And it's, like, it's super, like, super sick, bro. Like, it's just too much. And it's, like, it's, 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 the, it's, like, it's like the pay of, of your dreams and of your hard work and your, your grind. So, it feels, yeah, feels really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and, and also to answer your other question, cuando sale la canción, eso no sé. Al principio, él quería grabar la semana pasada. Pero no sé qué pasó ahí. He keeps changing his mind, his label. I think the label want to save it till summer. I don't know what's happening there. I think, it's just, uh, I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest and think that's probably the best thing, bro. Yeah, that is yeah. a summer song. Everything that's going on right now, is, I mean, a lot of people's going to be streaming it and that, but like, you want to be performing that song, my bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You want to be out there in the festivals. You want to be out there in the clubs performing that song because it's a sick song. Um, what's you got a name for the song yet? Because I know sometimes you do music, but I ain't got no name. You got a yeah, name for no, the song? What's the name of the song? El, el nombre de la canción, the name of the song is uh, Gosela. Gosela. Oh, so it's going to be in Spanish, fully. So it's an English, Spanish, Portuguese song? Yeah, in English, yeah. Sí. Yeah, English, oh, Spanish, all, the, all the elements to to win, you know what I'm saying? And I hope it does, and I know it will because it's, the music is there. Obviously, you're going to have the backup, I believe, from Wiley's label and stuff like that. So, 
It's just, yeah, yeah. it's just, it was, it was, it was due to happen, bro. And I'm so. And I, and I honestly think it's gonna happen. I honestly think the community and the culture here in London, Latino and non-Latino, they will get behind the song because it's an organic song. It's a song that's come out of nothing, really. You know, yeah. it's like that just happened just naturally. So, and, and I think people when they hear it, they can hear que no es una canción que está intentando de sonar como otra cosa que está allá. It's completely fresh. It's a new sound. It's a new sound. It's a UK um, urban Latino sound, which is which is hard because we've been like even even like me and Duke has been working on music, but I think we have we still haven't reached that point of like finding that UK Latino sound. But I think you guys already started to find that sound with him, with Wiley and you, because he's got yeah. the UK roots and obviously yeah. Latino roots and. Dukus and me, we always working together in the studio and making stuff happen, but we always focus on the commercial stuff. And you know, all the commercial stuff is like from Latin America and the USA right now with Latino pop, uh, regga reggaeton music. So we definitely need to get together with you, bro, and just get like infected oh. with, that, with that with that UK Latino root sound and, and make yeah. some stuff happen. Because I think on this song, I, you know, like respect to all the projects that we've done, but I think you always need found that sound first i can see it here bro without any problem because it's like sounds different sounds really different sounds really different well it, it's also because the producer's called mucky if i'm not mistaken and he's yeah. from holland he used to say okay. i know Lambda, they've got a different genre it's like reggaeton but it's not reggaeton they've got a whole different they've got a whole different movement of of, of production so i think it's it's, it's la producción de allá, and it's also the influence of that UK, like Wiley, and then you've got me, who's coming with that whole Latino reggaeton. It's como una olla parte de, de yeah, yeah. todo. You know what I mean? We've got planting, cassava, we've got de todo, bro. Sancocho completo, papi. Sancocho completo, bro. Wow, bro, that's so sick, bro. Moving moving on from that from that release, and I hope that when you release it, you, you talk to me again and, and we play and you know, talk a bit more about that release. But obviously, I don't want to make this thing too long, but I definitely got a lot of questions for you as well. Um, apart from the music, you're like me. You wear many different hats in the scene, and... You're part, you're part of a group that that I, you know, immensely respect because of the work ethic that they have. And it's probably, I would say, one of the biggest, like, reggaeton uh, party movement here in the UK. You guys done UK tours. Um, you have, like, constant nights here in London. The reggaeton party team, you work with them. Um, what's the experience like when you go to places like Glasgow, when you go to, I don't know if you get guys been to Belfast and, like, oh, Birmingham and places like this, and then you playing reggaeton something we never imagined in our lives that was going to be happening my bro and i know i know like i know certain like i know other groups of people are working on the reggaeton and they're making it big but what i see with your guys is that obviously they got people like q who like were here from the beginning like the beginning of this and you know the contrast of like the parties that we when we used to go to like the house parties that we come that we used to go to like reggaeton house parties here in north and stuff like that and parties of like 50 to 100 people in a house and now moving to like the thousands into arenas in in in, wow. in uk cities so yeah. me that's a big cultural movement and growth and obviously you being there to 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 evidence this from the beginning um how how is that experience how is how do you see that like 
who goes to these type of of of, of like of raves, now reggaeton parties? Because I know most of the people in there ain't Latino. How, yeah, how yeah. do you see these people? Like, how do they? Dance? I, I I have to go and experience that. I've obviously experienced it here in London because I promote raves here in London. You being you being with me on it, but like over there is different. London is a different yeah. city. London is so multicultural, but like cities like I don't know, like Manchester and places like that are yet different to London. But how do people behave in those kind of parties? What's the crowd like? like I'll be, what's going on? I'll be real with you. The, the the people in Glasgow, for me, Glasgow is one of is one of my favorite cities to host reggaeton parties. Porque la gente in Glasgow are crazy. They love it. In London, I think in London, the public in London, they're very spoiled because we have such a variety of different reggaeton, okay. Afro, um, Afro sound, reggaeton sound nights. We have so many. You know, you've got the nights in Clapham. You've got Central London, of course. You've got the Latino clubs here in the UK as well, like, you know, the Latin Groove, the Caches, the Pogeras, and all of these places that we're very spoiled. So I think El Público here, they um, underappreciate it a little bit, subconsciously, not on purpose. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Just subconsciously. There's a lot of supply here. Pardon? There's a lot of supply here for the music. Yeah. There's a lot going on. So people... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. London London is the hub. London is the... The, the melting pot of everything, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but when I was in Glasgow, bro, I in Glasgow, I met half Scottish, half Chilenos, half Scottish, half Colombianos. Okay. Like, um, I met mujeres from Panama, do, la República Dominicana, um, chicks from Spain. Well, like, uh, wait, 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 like half Scottish, half, half um, Latin. Yeah, 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 bro. Like, there's, there's a complete... <laughs> There's a complete... I, I can imagine how they look, boy. <laughs> oh, crazy. You know, that it, it's just so, so diverse. So you got these blonde, beautiful girls, and they got, like, Latin blood in them, like, Latin jeans. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, like, I have to go. Bro, <laughs> well, you do, because the culture, Eastern Europeans, like, you know, women from Czech Republic, Slovakia, yeah, Poland, yeah. Albania, um, uh, the Asian girls, there's, there's Indian, Pakistani, there's um, uh, Chinitas, uh, Taiwan. Like, oh, I, like, so I, many, I thought, I thought it was just going to be like, to be, what, what I thought it was going to be like, it was like people that was obviously Scottish people that obviously liked reggaeton and wanted that. that like, well. But I never knew it was so mixed like that. Well, Glasgow, Glasgow's a city of uni. It's a university city. There's yeah, university yeah. There. And Edinburgh is not too far from, from Glasgow either. And there's a big Latin night scene in Edinburgh as well. Mi parcero Cam, he's manager of one of, uh, of El Barrio. Uh, in um, allá in um, in Glasgow, ellos tenían el barrio en Luz cuando trajeron a Bad Bunny for the first time. When I Bad Bunny comes, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, so oh, um, shab- yeah, yeah. You got a club up in Edinburgh. So, um, but yeah, in Glasgow, bro, there's there's, there's massive Nigerian, Angolan, Africanos, like bro. There's, there's it's like London in a sense, just smaller. Okay. And la cosa is, I think people appreciate it more because. Allá no se ve tanto a live reggaeton experience. Like, un, es una cosa tener el DJ, pero when you've got a host, 
and someone that's bringing energy, somebody that is this Yelena DJ. No, 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 stop, 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 stop. I don't think these people want to party. I said, do you want to? You know what I mean? And we interact. We make sure, yo personalmente, I make sure wherever I'm hosting that el público feel part of the show. They're not just there just to go there and watch and hear me go, yeah, yo, hey. I'm they have to they are just as important as me, you know? So um that's that's my vibe, my pet. I am Glasgow brother, Newcastle. New, I thought Newcastle was English people like. But I was shocked, bro. Like there's there's like Colombianos everywhere, bro. <laughs> Latinos are everywhere. Right. Bro. Well, I know obviously Newcastle is a uni city as well. Like they got like a couple of unis. I mean, what I really like was that you remember when um in Chile there was the big massacre with um, Pinochet? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. 70s. A lot of um Chilenos they seek asylum in Scotland. So there's oh, a big okay, so there's a big Chilean community. Big Chilean community in, in Scotland, bro. So that's something that I learned that I didn't know. And I only learned that when I went there and I got to see it firsthand when I was speaking to second generation Chilenos who were telling me, yeah, you know, they told me a strong Scottish accent, and I was like, whoa, whoa. It's crazy, it's crazy, because it's like, yeah, we've never, like, seen people like that in our lives. We've always been here in London, and, like, you, yes, you got the typical Latino, and then the mix of Latino and English, but you don't really see, like, Scottish and, like, Chilean and like that. We've never seen people like that, and it's super cool, because obviously they're part of this culture as well. I wanted to ask you, bro, like, obviously, like, um, the promoters of that party, of London Regga- of, uh, Reggaeton Party, have always been so open to helping us um, up-and-coming up artists and helping new DJs, because, like, I've, I've done shows with them that in, in, at the Grand, um, and I think I did another show somewhere else, but I can't really remember because it was like two years ago. And I know it's not just me, but they, they're giving opportunities to people. Are they still this, with the same mind of doing that, but maybe doing a UK UK live tour, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Is that something that they obviously uh, hope to do it? Because that would be like a super, you know, cool opportunity for everyone, you know. That's actually, that's, that's actually something that I'm, I'm trying to push. Yeah. I, I would like that. So, so what I've been trying to do is I've been trying to get a lot of the UK artists that are doing reggaeton or doing that style of music, club music, can so manden las canciones a los DJs and we start testing them out with the crowd. We start playing them with the crowd, etc. Like, un man que hace eso mucho is uh, Mantilla, Coco Mantilla. He helps. He's one of the resident DJs of Reggaeton Party. Uh, before I even get into them, let me just shout out Sai, Adrian, uh, Luis, who are the three main guys from the Reggaeton Party, man. These guys have been representing for us before I was even involved with the company. Um, they brought me on. Um, they brought me on and gave me the opportunity. They've, they've allowed me to have a lot of freedom in how I interact as well and how I do my business, which is which I'm very, very happy for. Respect um, yeah. serious people, bro. Yeah, bro. Mantilla, um, uh, DJ Andres Zambrano, uh, Diego uh, RMX, que toca, que toca también salsita y merengue, también toca reggaeton. Um, he's he's from the Latin Choice Studios. He's doing something similar to what you're doing from his headquarters in in South London. He's been interviewing a lot of DJs. Okay. Um, and, and trying to understand 
the DJ life. Do you understand? And the difficulties. But yeah, reggaeton party brother always, 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 always committed to helping. They always want to promote up and coming DJs. Like Andres Zambrano is a young DJ on the come up. And when I started working with the company, he was still starting off in the sentido of um, commanding, you know, 800, 700, 600 people and trying to get them to vibe. And he was on the opening set. I let tocaba siempre a riff, siempre. Pero ahora, maybe two, three years, and um, El Pelao está cerrando. He did fabric. He closed up fabric. And he's been smashing it, man. He's been, he's been doing reggaeton parties solo. He's been going to Oxford and other cities by himself and shutting it down, brother. And like, también artista DJ como Fuego. I managed to get Fuego a gig, DJ Gordo. Um, uh, Pedro Suave, que es otra persona that's been around from longer as us, you know, so like, um, I'm very blessed to have that type of team, y también, the fact that I got somebody like Pedro, que yo conozco antes de esto, and to be able to share these experiences with him, and tener, y tener someone like Mancilla, y los otros del equipo, and just, just to be able to, to see that, wow, man, we've got old school and we've got new school, and we're all coming together for one good cause. It's a blessing, bro. It's a blessing, bro, bro. Like that's that I really like. I really like that. Like you know everything that you guys are doing. Just because you're not, you're not closing doors for anybody. You opening doors for 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 the artists. You only doing experiments like the ones you're doing with the music. And you don't care if the artist is known. If whatever politics you have yeah. inside the the group, you still make it happen somehow. You're giving that respect back to the community. It's not just about the ticket sale. It's about giving back to the community as well. So respect to everything that you guys are doing, my bro. Final question, because I wanna, I wanna, I wanna do this. I wanna sit down with you properly in the studio once this is all over, and you know, go a bit more in depth about the the releases and the music. Because like, like, like you're one of the persons that you. We can talk about music for forever. You know what I'm saying? Because you have passion for this, and you you got a lot, a lot of knowledge. Because you one of the few people here in the uk that study the music and the scene and the culture and i know you do it from the heart so we definitely do this in a proper studio but final question my bro what's coming from mike i know that release is coming but have you got anything on your own like as a as a, as a solo artist as a project street souls tell me about that my bro so so at the moment i've got um la canción obviamente with wiley um, that's going to be a single. We've got um, me and Morpheus have produced a, a project called La Raza. No sabemos si va a ser un album or if it's going to be a singles, like maybe eight singles. Um, but we've, we've already got all the songs recorded and mixed and everything's finished. In ese proyecto, I'm very blessed to have artistas como Desta French. Yes. We've got artists like Ducos, we've got Ando from Ando y Medio, yeah, yeah. we've got Sachelis, um, we've got Esta Estacha, we've got un artista que se llama Reynano, que es un dominicano que antes estaba viviendo en London, but now he's in Spain. Yeah. Uh, he's tattooed all over his body, he's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've got some, uh, we've got Lolo, Lolo MC from, um, from Cuba, not Lolo, Lolo. Lolo MC, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Juanita, que es una cantante del Congo, pero es criada en Argentina. So she's an African, Afro-Latina. Um, she's part of a group called Wara. 
un grupo que se llama Guara, que son como, it's like a mixture of cubanos and, um, and uh, afro-latinos, and they're very dope. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah, man, and, and I'm currently working on like a hip-hop project as well, because um, I want to do something para la gente que todavía aman lírica. La gente que no solamente quieren escuchar party music, pero quieren escuchar um, uh, concept, conceptos con, con harto, con um, real meaning, you know, like not just cantando por cantar para las niñas. I want to do something for, for people that, that people that love my old stuff, I want to do something for them, you know, and I want to collaborate with up and coming artists que estén tirando bases de lírica. Que no, tan, que no hagan tanto reggaetón, pero amen el, el, la lírica, and, pero que tal vez finding it a little bit hard to find where they can sit, you know, at, in this present climate, climate, in este momento, everything is very reggaeton, very Latin. Commercial, yeah. Yeah, very commercial. I've heard, very a couple of, I've, heard, I've heard a couple of guys um, doing that. I'll definitely recommend you song because there's a couple of guys you know, yeah, like you just said, you know, you need yeah, to So, yeah, bro, that's about it, bro. And hosting, helping out with the reggaeton party. We're due to be in um, in Croatia in July. Vamos a ver qué pasa con esta pandemia, pero vamos a estar en July in La Isla Loca with Daddy Yankee and Nati Natasha. So sí. we see if that's still going to happen. Um, if that still goes ahead, we're probably going to be performing Godzilla, so I'm going to be doing a few summer tours with Wiley as well. Sick. Hopefully, if this whole pandemic thing just um, blows over. So, yeah, man, there's a lot of good, 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 good work in the in the horizon. For the momento, we've got our heads down. Estamos enfocados en seguir trabajando, hacer todo lo posible que se puede hacer, and stay at home. <laughs> yeah, that's what we got to do, my bro. Where do people find about Mike, then? Social networks. I know you're not a really commercial type of like loud guy that likes to give away a lot, but I want people to follow you because they deserve to follow you. <laughs> Joe, Joe, you know what? I'm, I was actually, in the, the last couple of days, I was actually thinking of closing my Instagram. For you, don't do that, bro. You're about to release a hit. What are you doing to your life? <laughs> I was thinking of closing my Instagram and then reopening it when the single is out. <laughs> don't do that. What are you going to do with people that you've got now and start building up when you open your Instagram again? Don't do that, man. You're no, about to release your biggest privada. I don't really like... Sometimes I'm very, I'm very subconscious. I'm very subconscious of... Even like oh, yeah. I said, bro, even doing this, even doing this talk, I don't mind talking in private, but when it's documented i'm very cautious of oh, and i know and i knew you was gonna be like this and i know that part of what you're doing is because you know me from like back in the day yeah. with stories to talk about we're not just purely talking about like you know whatever we're talking about like real stuff you know what i'm saying like stuff that happened stuff that we're doing stuff that we're working people that we're going to be working with so it's really why i wanted to make this podcast happen because there's no other podcast like this and i thought you know what bro like we invest so much time so much energy so much love into this and our passion is music. This needs to be documented. Somehow, in two or three years, we need to go back and listen to this and be like, wow, like, because there's stuff that you keep on, like, mentioning that I've already forgotten about. So once I speak to you, Major, Gato, like, people, like, from back in the day, I'm like, right, like, all these stories come to life and they start taking a bit of form now because they're recorded. Okay, and, yeah, you know what? Insane. I've so, got a funny story before, before I leave you. Obviously, if yeah, people yeah. want to follow me, my Instagram is MikeKajSS. 
M-I-K-E-K-A-L-L-E-S-S. Um, yeah. That's really the only social media I use, to be honest. I don't use Twitter. Then on Twitter, pero I haven't opened up my Twitter in maybe two years. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, it's good, though. Facebook. I've got a Facebook, but that's linked to my Instagram. So mainly where, whenever I post anything on Instagram, y la verdad, I don't really post a lot. I post maybe once every month or something. I do my stories and I do the odd live, but I don't really, I'm not a frequent poster. Like I said, I'm yeah, very yeah, private. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But but funny that you mentioned Major because I remember the way I came into the game. Cuando yo grabé mi primer canción fue una tiraera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then le tiré a Olimac, le tiré yeah. a Demon, le tiré al Mejo, le tiré al Pitufo, le tiré wow. a... And those yes, were the days right. when it was um, when there was a lot of war between North, South, East and West. And obviamente we had Sangre Latina, yeah. which we were... That's, that's another... That was the first Latino crew we made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sangre Latina. Yeah, man. So um, it was. It was. It, it, um, it, it's just beautiful, brother. It's beautiful to see now how far we've come and how far we're going to continue to go. Yeah. Um, I, I, I am very conscious, and I, and I, and I am. I have accepted that not todos van a poder llegar a lo que quieren llegar. Pero the fact que we all playing an important part in laying foundation for the future because I've always I've always done this not for me but for the future you know what I'm saying I want to make sure when I decide to stop even if I never have a number one or even if I never make it worldwide I want to be able to say you know what I helped lay the foundation for the others to come and do what they're doing brother and that's the oh, most- I think I think I think to a certain level you you've already accomplished that because like I remember like when I started with you and like everything that I've done, bro, like obviously I'm no, you know, I'm not number one or I'm not a superstar, but I've been with superstars and I've been number one in certain. You're being too humble. And had a number one. Huh? You're being too humble. You had a number one. My bro, I did back in the day in Colombia. I did. I was, I was gonna say something. So to what you've been talking about is that you've already kind of accomplished that because I come from that school of people that you've already helped and for me to be there it's kind of like in a way thanks to you and thanks to the people that gave me the support back in the day and people that was like yo go for it go for it don't matter what go for it and you being there my bro and I obviously obviously I've said it to you personally but I want to say it here publicly bro you was the first person to like to tell me to do this music thing and I keep on telling you this is your fault you know what I'm saying? Like, you got me into this crazy industry, into this crazy world of music, which has also been crazy but beautiful, bro. There's a lot of blessings. I met a lot of beautiful people, or people that's obviously helped me, you know, achieve many goals. And and it's thanks to you, my bro. And I think you've already kind of like feel as proud as I feel. Um, feel proud because you're already doing it. And not just me, I know many other artists have to thank you because of you, your your foundations, your hard work, your you're a humble person, my bro. So Thank you, my bro. Like, keep on doing what you're doing. I know you're going to blow up. And the thing is, I know you're not going to forget this because you come from that root of people that's for the culture, for the roots, for the passion. You know what I'm saying? We got love for this game. Um, un saludo para usted, para toda la gente que estén viendo, escuchando en Spotify, on YouTube, 
keep following London reggaeton, keep following um, gente como Harold, gente como Dukus, mi, mi persona, keep supporting and streaming all of the young artists. Shout out to young artists like Aguafina, shout yeah. out to P-Man, shout out to Fluffy, shout out to all the DJs. Okay, those DJs, is, they are key. They are the key to help us break this. So, un saludo para Luigi, para uh, Fuego, para um, Gato, uh, Mancia, my whole reggaeton party team, even the I Love Reggaeton guys. Salute to you, man, who are who are doing a big justice for the culture. Um, and yeah, man, just keep, 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 keep loving what you do and do what you want to do with love. You know what I mean? Respect, my brother. Mike Padgett, London Reggaeton para Cultura.